Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Commander Clash podcast, where we talk all things Commander. And today, we are going to react to your rage quit and salt stories. So a couple of weeks back, we asked our uh, community to, to post their best rage quit and salt stories. We're going to read them today. We're going uh, to analyze them. We're going to share some of our own salt stories. And uh, yeah, everyone loves salt, so it's, it's going to be a good time. Before we get into it, uh, let me introduce my co-host, Seth, probably better known as Saffron Olive. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Excited to uh, talk about some salty magic. Krim, the Asian Avenger. I'm sure. I'm sure you must have some salt stories <laughs> as the as the salt uh, what salt producer, the the person salt miner, <laughs> salt miner. <laughs> yeah, I I I I don't know. I, I I guess I might have a few salt stories. I could never. I. I... <laughs> and, and the producer of salt story and tomer the purported salt farmer in uh upstate europe <laughs> how are you doing <laughs> uh it's, it's an honest day's work honestly uh i'm excited to hear about salt stories though you don't get that too many of them over here in upstate europe all right so before we get into that uh today's uh, salt inducing episode is brought to you uh by ultimate guard premium protection for your trading cards. So all the gaming accessories you see on our channel are supplied by Ultimate Guard. Uh, so check out ultimateguard.com and also check out Card Conduit, the easiest way to sell your magic cards. Card Conduit lets you skip all the typing, time and work associated with buy listing and the curated service lets you send in as many cards as you want with buy list value of $1 more and you pay just a 5% service fee. You can use their sorted service where you list and sort your cards and pay only 2%. You get a detailed report and fast payment once your order is processed. Get 10% off by heading over to cardconduit.com slash mpggoldfish. So thank you for our sponsors. And it's time for the Ultimate Guard comment of the week. So last week, uh, we reacted to the official banless explanations from the RC. So they posted them all up uh, on the website. And the top comment was from Mr. Martin Show. Uh, suggestion. Play an entire season with no ban list. This should give you a good feel for which cards need to stay on the ban list. Whew. Whew. I can get behind the episode. I don't know about a season. That's a whew, that's a lot of degenerate magic. <laughs> the uh, the problem is there are a lot of degenerate cards not on the ban list that we don't play with, like soul ring <laughs> right so uh yeah. if you make us play the degenerate cards we can play degenerate cards but i feel like over the course of a season we would just naturally filter out some of the cards yeah uh but i i'm ready to uh trade roots with someone was it trade mm. roots what, what's what's the secret rendezvous thing I'm yeah i think it's trade, secret? trade secrets or, i think it's yeah. trade secrets yeah. I'm ready. Oh, that it, that card gets gold after a couple a couple of times. <laughs> let me tell you, when you when two people draw their entire decks, and then you're like, "All right, I was left out of that. That's not very fun." That, that would probably make me rage quit. Honestly, I might finally get a rage quit story if that happens in one of our games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> uh, let us uh, let let us dive into these rage quit slash salt stories. So the first one is from Dylan McCarley 7785 I once used Jace the Mind Sculptor's plus two to put someone's top card on the bottom. The table roasted me that no one ever uses that ability. I then cast Tunnel Vision naming that card. The opponent scooped and left the pod. What is, what is Tunnel Vision? That's name a card and then you pretty much mill until you hit the named card. 
Yeah. <laughs> and if you if you if you don't if you don't hit the named card, like nothing happens, right? Like it's a whiff. So it's it's yeah. specific that you need to yeah. know what card is there. It used to be a part of the old tunnel visions and a tuck like hinder counter spell trick. Spell crumple. It's yeah. gotten a lot worse yeah. since I got rid of the tuck rule. Yeah. It was much better when there yeah. was like way more Wait, tuck how- stuff going on. Where would you tuck this in tuck yeah, just be- a random spot in your deck? No, because you would play like spell uh, spell crumple or something, and it moves it to the bottom. Yeah, uh, and that, and you would do that to people's commanders. <laughs> uh, yeah. But they changed the rule many years ago, so a lot of people don't know about the tuck rule before. Yeah. But it used to be that they would it would go into the library instead of going back to the command zone. And as a result, people played a lot more hinders and spell crumples because once you, they lost the ability to deal with a commander forever, you just play other stuff. So like this combo actually used to be kind of a thing that you could do is this even like salty though to me that if i read this it sounds like you combo killed them like that you milled their entire deck <laughs> and they're like okay i'm done and i left like i don't know where the salt and rage comes in this one really it sounds like it was just a cool combo kill <laughs> uh i think the salt came from that there were blue cards being played at the table because <laughs> uh, i'll be real with you here that just sounds like an everyday jace story <laughs> like you know what i mean it sounds similar to my salt story i also once used jace's plus two in 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 standard and then they never got to draw or play the game again and it was great that's literally every that's, <laughs> planeswalker that's <Jace>. activation trip <laughs> yeah yeah well but the, but jace specifically back then like it it did feel like you definitely got jace locked Ugh, you know yeah. like you you yeah. know when you got jace locked <laughs> all right this this story isn't salty enough for us because they they scooped like maybe five seconds prematurely right like <laughs> if they just took their turn they yeah. would have untapped and died so they were just being optimal with their time. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know if this was salty enough for me. Uh, but before we go further, oh, you Krim, know there was salt. Chris brought players. up a good point. What is the saltiest thing we've seen? Let, let, let's jump into our stories first before we go into the the viewer stories. Tomer, do you do you have a good salt example for us? Okay, I have actually uh, a salt story that's actually like my Batman origin story my superhero background. It's the reason why I got into Budget Commander in the first place. So with my original play group, um, we had a group of like eight or so people that would filter in and out every single week. And uh, we we allowed proxies and we allowed whatever. It was no holds bars for the original play group. Um, and then one person joined one time and we're playing like very casual. We don't have that many like easy combos or anything like combos are allowed and stuff, but like no easy to card ones. And the, the the guy shows up and he's playing Sharoom the Hegemon, which used to be like a pretty good combo uh, deck way an back artifact. in the day. Yeah, it was an artifact deck. It's all about like playing Phyrexian Metamorph and looping Sharoom in the graveyard and stuff. You don't really see it that much, but it's still very good. Um, all artifacts. And he like he was like going like he had like a fully out blinged deck and he would like combo kill us on turn four or five or whatever. And like that's fine. Like we just shuffle up. We didn't say that much about it. Uh, but like he would gloat a lot about it too. And he will also make a point of like making fun of proxies. This is like weird, just like weird behavior. Um, so I decided to be passive aggressive about it. So the next time uh, he showed up, I brought something. My first ever budget deck. It was Tauran's Sky Summoner, which whenever you cast an instant sorcery, you make a 2-2 Drake. And I, it was just cards. There was draft chaff that I found laying around 
on my table or in boxes and stuff like that. And all I did was I countered all his important spells so he couldn't combo off. We did that and then I killed him with drinks. And then the second game, we shuffle up. I do the same thing. And I just like counter two of his spells and he, he literally scoops and he leaves the table. And that was the last time he came to the playgroup. And I was like, dang, this deck is actually pretty decent. I should write about these. And that's how I started doing budget commanders. <laughs> the question I have is, is it salty or is it bullying? <laughs> you sit down and be like, yo, I'm going to counter every single thing you play. I'm going to remove every single thing you play. And the other person is upset. <laughs> Isn't that just I didn't counter everything. Isn't I just countered like the combos and stuff. <laughs> <sighs> no, he was just going for the combo kills, and I was countering every single combo piece he was going for. So I was stopping a win, and he was very upset about that. Ooh, I can see people getting salty about that. That that makes sense. Like it, no one likes getting your spells countered like at all. And if it's happening every turn, every time you play something, I think a lot of people might get a little salty. <laughs> and you I don't get know a drink why. every time. Like, yeah, <laughs> I get a Drake, and the Drake's going for him. Obviously, I did. Ca- right, I, did ca- I don't know why they'd be no, no stranger. It's not even bad. Like, like, why would he be salty about you stopping him from winning the game? Oh, you're gonna no. find that's a very common. <laughs> that's a very common uh, line you're gonna see in these comments. Krim, no stranger to counter spells and stacks pieces. And removals and sweepers. Uh, you got any good salt stories for us? Uh, to be honest with you, I I feel like everybody like that. Okay, actually, the best salt story that I've ever had isn't it isn't in Commander. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. It, it's it, it's in Modern. All right. <laughs> what is and, the story? <laughs> I mean, there are many just basic moto interactions where you know if you check the chat. people get real mad right like uh but but yeah like i think it's either a tie and they all revolve around one card called shadow of doubt uh it's a two hybrid blue black mana and it's instant speed players can't search their libraries this turn and you draw a card so it was a time when I believed there was a lot of death shadow picking up and all I would and like, you know, I was I just replaced all my serum visions with death shadow. I mean, not death shadow with a shadow of doubt. There's a lot of shadows here. Uh, shadow of doubt in place of serum visions like, oh, it's the same thing. It's a cantrip. And on top of that, it just dumpsters one person super hard. And as you know, death shadow, a deck that is all about fetching so they can shock themselves so they can lower their health a ton. So I'm at, I believe it was an uh, PPTQ or something like that, uh, and and it's a really I'm up against a very stern, very uh, quiet and very serious opponent, and I'm kind of just BMing them the whole way through the game, right? Because I'm just like, oh, that's a cool card. Is that modern legal? That sure is. And like they're very serious, right? <laughs> and so they go they go for a fetch land, and they it's game one, and immediately they they fetch. After they they play a fetch, they pass the turn. They pass the turn. I'm on the play. I play second land. They crack fetch. I go shadow of doubt. Their eye twitches, right? (laughs) Their eye twitches and they get very, they're visibly like upset. They're grunt. They kind of let out this little bit of, "Mm." okay. (laughs) And then, okay, so they, they go, all right. They go back to one land. 
they now just play a normal land, right? Uh, they just play a basic land or like a, a one of the shock lands of their own. They shock in. They do nothing. They pass. They play a spell. I counter them. Then they, <laughs> then they go and play another fetch land. I go Snapcaster, Shadow of Doubt again. They, they slam their fist on the table and actually just like knock my deck over. <laughs> like they, they, they swipe my deck over and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Have you read what Shadow of Doubt does? And then I say that and then, and then immediately I BM them. In response. <laughs> and uh, I BM them a little bit harder. And I have this kind of like this terrible smirk that you could tell that I know that they're mad. And then there was one, it's either that or one time where Shadow of Doubt, it happened at FNM. I did that to an like this player who was known, a known salter. They were a known salter. And I swear to God, if there's one person to get punched in the face at an event, it's probably me. Makes sense. I laughed so hard, I cackled. When I shadow doubted them, I kept a hand of just triple shadow And every time they tried to fetch, I swear, I felt like I'd play Shadow of Doubt and I'd duck. Because I was ready for a fist to come flying from the other side. So I became this LGS, I guess, legend or infamous at my LGS as the Shadow of Doubt player. Which two man, say, two man is stifled. <laughs> two man Yo, is stifled to uh... draw a card. <laughs> I, I I think I and then somebody on like Moto once said, "Of course, I run into the one guy that thinks this card is good." <laughs> so, like, <laughs> like I, I did. Wait, is I, it a, bad? That's kind of legit feedback. I, it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> yeah. Because I play modern. Two man, that was a good card. Or, or a stifle, like a hoot. <laughs> R- Richard two man, knows two mana land destruction when, when draw card played. <laughs> yeah, th- it was so good. And then I, I maybe it was the way I delivered the shadow of doubt with a smirk. But Richard knows this because Richard and I we played back at one of my old LG or like our old LGS, and I think that was the first time I met Richard. Wait, was Richard the other person? This guy's hired. (laughs) Yeah, legitimately. (laughs) No, I'll tell you. I'll tell you an actual salt story. It's not actually salty, but hilarious along the same veins. Krim used to play terrible standard cards in modern. In the same way I play terrible standard cards in Jund, he would jam terrible Demir cards. And I remember it was was it some energy thing? It was like a five mana black card that like wiped the board and made energy or something and he would play this like what the heck is this nonsense he played torrential gear hulk unironically in modern and then you're <laughs> like mystical teachings i'm like i'm gonna die to that I'm like who's ready for this <laughs> so but unlike the the salt lords when someone gets me with something like that I got. I got to give him props. I actually think it's amazing. I'm actually way I more actually salty. Got a job when you're Richard just literally more than like give me props. He gave me a Tron, job. Tron, Tron card. I'm like super salty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like you just did the tier one deck thing, right? Yeah. Even saltier after you thought sees their, you know, their their expedition map or whatever. They just draw another one. But if you're gonna get me with a weird combo that no one has seen, 
I'm like, good game. You yeah. got me. <laughs> good game. You got me. That was good. That was good, right? So I'm that I'm same Demir deck that that you talked about. I got tired of losing to Tron as well. And that's <laughs> why I went up to four spreading seas. Blue black control with tech edge. Or like ghost quarters, all of that. And all I did was blow up Tron lands. Uh, I think, uh, Seth, Seth, you you play a uh, lot of Blood Moons. Uh, yeah, you, you so, play Mana Tithe. Have you have you got a salt story for us? Uh, I don't really have any good ones. I think the problem is I mostly play online, and you just don't get the same impact on life. I've certainly had m- many people get salty in the Moto chat where they like you know tell you some horrible thing or wish some horrible death on you or like things like that. Like that that happens like somewhat regularly, but. It doesn't really have the same impact. You can't see the other person and their reaction. It, it's much less uh, impactful, I think, than a paper salt story. So, yeah, I've definitely seen the moto salt, but I can't think of a single time where I've seen, like, I don't know, no one's tried to punch me in a head of FNM or anything. So I, I don't think I'm right behind the rest of you. Yeah. <laughs> you just haven't cast a shadow of doubt. Wait, haven't you played Hearthstone, Seth? Would you, did I've you, did you get the infamous, Can infamous you, salt ad? There's a salt ad? No. Oh, where they add you and then they like ran at you, add you as like a friend so they yeah, can chat yeah. at you. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have would, seen that. I would up. always, oh, yeah. I would always accept the ad. <laughs> I would always accept the ad. <laughs> Moto, step your game up. Y'all aren't salty enough. Y'all suck. I, didn't, I think I didn't Moto know. salt doesn't count. Internet's too yeah. salty by default. I think it's the in-person encounter where yeah. you know the other person's watching you and they remember you and you're going to salt it up. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to salt oh, it up anyway, right? Like, <laughs> online, you're anonymous. Like, I just got to get my anger out. I'm just going to close it and go away. Uh, I don't have any good salt stories. I'm like Seth, but I, I, I can tell you very subtle salt stories. And it's every time I play birds at a Magicon, right? So, you know, sometimes we play with fans. They know what's up. They know what, what the birds are bringing. And then other times, we there's like some some random people in the pod and they're like, Oh, cute. A nice bird-themed deck. That That's great, right? And they're just, like, <laughs> giving me a pass. You know, they're not taking the open attacks. They're just ignoring me. And then when, when the birds take over, their face, like, slowly crumples. <laughs> and they're like, it's not... Turns out it's not a meme deck. <laughs> and it's actually very strong. And they get a little salty that their, you know, their their tier one deck is uh, is getting dismantled by birds. But I've never had anyone do anything crazy. They just like, they start off very happy and then it slowly turns to a frown and then they're just silent. Like they're just silent. They don't talk anymore. They don't joke anymore. And they're just taking their beats. Oh. Uh, that 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 is the civilized salt. I'm salty, but I'm trying not to show it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The birds. The bird, the birds, the birds get you. They're like nice, nice one ones. <laughs> uh, and then forbid comes out, and then everyone turns frowny face. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go back to our viewer salt story. So Brendan Brasher three four six one. The biggest rage quit I've ever had was someone went for a time warp. That's an extra turn spell. Someone tried to counter it, but he had a dual caster mage and then a third person deflecting swatted to make sure the time warp targeted them. The player who cast the time warp raged for five minutes and stormed off while we all laughed at the (laughs) yoink that was deflecting swat. 
You can't play. Tomer's a deflecting SWAT enjoyer. <laughs> you can't play extra turns, pal, and that. then get salty when someone steals them. If you're, you're playing salty cards yourself, that's one of the things I know because I I do play the salty cards like blood moons and stuff. If you're gonna be blood mooning people and manatizing people, you can't also get salty when someone gets you with the with the same kind of cards you're playing. So I think if you sign up for like I'm gonna try to cast a bunch of extra turn spells, you gotta you gotta accept the bad beats when they come without getting salty. I don't play any salty cards, so it's <laughs> really weird. I've never seen one of those cards. Yeah, I feel like that that salt was uncalled for. Like I don't know, you're playing extra turn spells, you know what you're doing. And that's a very funny way of countering it. Okay, you know, if, if yeah. a counter spell is sweaty or not sweaty, salty because you know you you play a big spell. And then someone, you know, paid only two mana and like basically negated the effect. Is it SWAT like a million times worse? Because not only <laughs> did they fizzle your effect, they took it for themselves. They <laughs> took it for themselves. And in SWAT's case, How can he be- for zero mana. <laughs> for, for zero <laughs> mana. How can he be mad though? That's so stylish. <laughs> yeah, like, that's can- sick. You have to give them props at that point. I don't, I'll be more salty about like somebody mana draining my extra turn spell than somebody swatting it. That's so cool. I, I <laughs> can see a little saltiness just with the free spell aspect. Like if you got me with a bolt then, okay yeah. but like i can see how like deflecting swat can make people salty the same way like that whole cycle can be a little salt inducing just because like how, how do you play around it you know your opponent can be completely tapped out and it's still like and you're like oh come on dude you're like yeah, seriously like i tried to play around and it just didn't matter but but still if you're playing extra turn spells well, don't I got play no extra sympathy. turn spells yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> there's All there's right. no sympathy for extra turn spells that's like sympathy for artifacts <laughs> I feel targeted. What, what, what if it's a, you know, we need, we need a counter spell with an extra turn staple. That's what we need. And that's it blows up need. a land. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Cryptic command needs an update. I mean, I mean we, 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 we kind of have, what are those like stealing counter spells? Like desertion? Like, yeah, but know, they yeah, cost counter. What if desertion costed two mana? If you oh, had your commander was, out? Yeah. That would <laughs> be so broken. <laughs> Uh, sounds like I I don't think mana drain's bad at all. That's a friendly card, but it's more so. I do think that uh, we we do. I wonder if desertion and cards like that could be cheaper. Not like much. they're five mana. Okay. Commandeer, okay. you just pitch two cards. <laughs> God, yeah, that's seven go. mana. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Headhunter Shades three eight six one. Uh, at an LGS, a rando joined the pod with a group hug Narset Enlightened Master deck. So I asked him if I could see how many extra turn spells he was running because I really don't want to play a game of solitaire uh, while the rest of the players just sit around for two hours. He immediately got defensive and thought, uh, you would have thought I asked him to give me his social security number or something. I think normally the other two players would have been on his side, but coincidentally, early in the night, I had brought out my Prosh deck and happily allowed them to look through for the food chain combo or for the chain combo to make sure I was telling the truth. That in his reaction basically made the other two immediately suspicious, but not really wanting to start anything. I told them I hoped it was a good game. And when it came became apparent this guy wasn't going to let us quickly scan his deck and prop for the probably dozen of extra turn spells. Maybe two or three minutes later, one of the other players came over and asked for a 1v1, and we shuffled up the other player came over too, so we started a new game. This is a weird story. This is so, a weird... I'm not sure who I feel so you, more sympathetic for in this one, honestly. 
are are you allowed to look through other people's decks? So basically, you you look through the other you want to look through the other person's deck to make sure that it's not too unfair, and then they refuse. So you just exclude them from the game and start a new game. I mean, I, this I is feel just, there's salt uh, on both sides here. I feel there's salt yeah, on yeah, both this, sides here. This is salty here. on yep. multiple sides. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, 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 a commander mid-round deck check, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that not that just like the whole rule zero thing? Like, isn't that what they're trying? It, like, oh, this, that's why the whole rule zero thing kind of rubs me the wrong way. Because I think these people it's, are trying to execute the rule zero conversation. And the end result is they end up excluding someone. That person feels bad. They start a game without them. So I think for me, this is like rule zero gone wrong, basically, is how I, I view this whole situation. This sometimes feels like classic rule zero, though. It, 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 in a weird way, like like there are many times where this happens, right? And it's not like anything bad either. So, okay, let me ask you this. With this scenario, would they be... So how should they have handled this? So we got a player that doesn't want to play against Narset the way that Narset's always build. They try to peek through the deck to yeah. see if it looks differently. What was a, what would have been the optimal way to, to get out of this situation? The person who wrote the comment just not playing the game, being like, I don't feel like playing Narset uh, against Narset today. I'm going to do something else. Like... What is how should we handle a situation like that? Because I feel like stuff like this is kind of normal, right? Someone's playing a miserable commander. You're like, eh, do I really want to play against it? How should we handle these situations? Oh, easy. There's three. There's three people that aren't the person playing the Narset. You three beat them down for as long as you can, <laughs> and then, and you don't ever ease up. You don't ever ease up. They can pout. They can complain. They can feel, do whatever they I want. Feel that's I don't a know optimal solution. I don't know if that makes it better. So that's the optimal solution. It's a very good. Hey, you play Narset. You know what's up. You play these commanders. You know what's up. I don't. I don't go to a table playing Nekusar like, oh, what? No. Why did you attack me? Like, it's like I know why you attack me. I get it. I, I, I agree with that, but I also think that that would also lead to feel bads because I feel like the Narset player at that point would be like, everybody's getting up on me and they're going to be salty about, they're going to be sad about it. So that's kind of like a, that's, I think it's the correct way to, to deal with it if you're in the game. But I think the better way would be just like, hey, I don't feel like playing with extra, like I, I don't feel like playing against a, a Narset deck or like extra turns dot deck. If you're not running extra turns, that's fine. I believe you, let's play. And then it's the onus is on them to be, you know, not lie. Um, but if they are running extra turn spells, be like, hey, Here's one of my decks, you know. I I have a deck you can borrow if you want, and we can play together that way. Otherwise, uh, if you want to play the extra turns, I'm going to find a different pod to play with, right? Maybe that would be the best way. Uh, I think Seth hit the nail. This is why Rule Zero is stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. so if you're at a big LGS or like a Magicon, then this interaction is fine, right? Because the, the three players can start a game. The one other person, the Narset player, can go find another game. No problem. But if your LGS is like eight people, four people in the game already, you're telling the other person to go home, right? <laughs> like, like, that's it. Pretty your much. night is over. You like <laughs> drove out to the LGS. Yep. You sat there. Nothing got accomplished. And you, you went home. This is why we need a real ban list. Uh, <laughs> and looking through the deck does nothing, right? Because if you have, say, only one extra turn spell, or let's say two out of 100, and you happen to draw them that yeah. game, that's the same as if you had 20, right? Uh, so it, it actually doesn't matter. Or if you had 20 <laughs> and you drew zero, that's the same as having zero, right? Like for that one game, it, it doesn't matter. So I think this was the correct way to handle it. I wouldn't really say anyone was salty or anything. Like that's, that's, that's all that could happen. But 
a, a proper ban list, I think, would fix this, right? Like, yeah, everyone can play extra turns. You just got to deal with it. Or no one can play extra turns. It's banned. And then that person would never come within our set deck to, to begin with. Plot twist. There were, he wasn't even playing extra turns. He was actually, it was group hug. He was like hitting secret rendezvous off of his NARS set and so forth. Like, you know, this, what if, was I, I mean, what if OP was, what if the post That's valid, right? Like, you don't, I feel you like don't... maybe the poster had like Cheetos fingers or something and they didn't want them to be rifled through their library. Like, I swear I don't have extra turns. So don't touch with your Cheetos fingers. I don't want it. Look, like, why should someone deck check your deck before a game, right? Like, why, like, yeah. that. I could see why you would say no to that, right? You're like, even yeah. if you had nothing unfair, you're not trying to hide anything. I'm like, why do you yeah, get to look like, through my whole deck list? And what is that attitude you're bringing? Like, I could see that, right? And I can see the other perspective. Like, I don't want to play against extra turns and yeah. I don't believe you. So <laughs> it, it's kind of just a mismatch of expectations, I guess. That's an interesting right, one again, for sure. I would double down. Rule zero is also pretty whack sometimes. <laughs> Uh, Christian Gonzalez, two, eight, three, zero. One time we were playing a five person pod. Don't remember all the decks being played, but I remember buddy a was playing Talran and buddy B was playing Omnath. It's like turn six or seven. Buddy a has a board full of drakes and passes with open mana. Buddy B is right after him. Buddy B untaps and draws card and gets excited, starts to count the mana, proceeds to cast Reshape the Earth, holding up one blue mana representing Swan Song. Buddy A casts Sudden Substitution and takes the Reshape the Earth, and Buddy B scoops and left. <laughs> All is good. <laughs> the group now apologies are made to hang out and play Magic and D&D. <laughs> uh, they saw the line. They saw the line. They, <laughs> they represented a counterspell Turns out there was no counterspell. <laughs> and then the person scooped. I feel wow, that's, that's fine. Well, even you, if it was got, a, got. <laughs> even if it was a counterspell, right? Like sudden substitution split second. So even if you had a counter, like oh, that that's even split matter. second. Maybe, maybe they had the counterspell, but they couldn't counter it either. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. The, so it the, the been best that. they can do is counter their own reshape the earth. You know, that would be funny. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's really that, good though. I love that line, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, so but you can't even do that because it. a split second again. A split second prevents you from casting anything. <laughs> I, I, I got a question yeah, for you. Yeah, you get control of the reshape no matter what. Would person, let me get this straight. That per, Buddy A casts the, the counter, the sudden substitution. And then Buddy A scooped after casting it? No, no, no. no, no, no buddy, buddy B scoops. <laughs> buddy oh, okay, B scoops because okay, the, okay. the reshape didn't, didn't was go being through, stolen. They all had right, the counter right. protection, yeah. but the sudden substitution got around it, so they scooped. If you were in that pod, so do you let the person still get the lands? Because I think that's the BM in this, <laughs> right? Is like the person scoop before the spell could resolve, so you don't get the lands off my, you know, off my spell, which is like that's kind of bad manners, I think, right? You're not supposed to do that. Would you just be like, all right, like that dude was being salty. Go ahead and get your go ahead and get your lands. That's fine. And continue the game. One hundred. Yeah. One hundred. I think I easily would. go like, yeah, go resolve like, the spell. That okay, okay. I, I got a twist for you guys. So normally the, the rule people use is you're only allowed to scoop at sorcery speed, right? To prevent things like this. Like there's a trigger happening. But in this case, I like that. They could they could let the reshape resolve. The person takes the lands and then on their next step, on their next, you know, main phase, scoop. And isn't that still well, super salty? Yeah. <laughs> like would, you're not actually dead. 
It would work though, right? Because the reshape the, the lands would get the lands from player B's deck, so it would be their own lands. So oh, still get the, yeah, yeah, their yeah, own yeah. Lands. Okay. Yeah, they would yeah, get to get ten yeah. of their own lands. So I think it would actually work out fine. But I, yeah, I guess like that would be weird, right? I could see other scenarios where that would come up, and I think you still just try to play it correctly. I would most likely. I, I don't like when I want people to be able to scoop, but I also don't like when scooping impacts other people's game plans. So I like T- tell them to proxy speed a bunch role. of permanents and just leave. <laughs> yeah. I think there's exceptions if you're taking infinite extra turns that I think you can scoop before before that because your sorcery speed scoop is going to happen in a long time. <laughs> if you're uh, playing in the sh- yeah. Narset turns deck, you can scoop before the game even starts, apparently, and just start another game. We learned that a couple <laughs> questions ago. <laughs> I, I, I think Moto exhibits this a lot. So you start a four-player game, like two turns in, someone scoops. <laughs> and then yeah. you're like, well, three-player game. Like that, that actually happens a lot because there's no investment on Moto. You can just scoop and start another game. Uh, so like if you got your turn one soul ring countered or collector oof came down or whatever, you're like, oh, I'm done. And then everyone else is like, okay, well, weird three player game now. Uh, I don't know. On one hand, I want to normalize scooping, but on the other hand, it makes this weird game dynamic. Like if you're not having fun and whatever, like why can't you leave? Like, for example, if I play one V one. You turn one thought sees me. I could I could just scoop and give you the win. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like I, I, I might just do that. I'm like I'm gonna go eat lunch. See you. Right? Like that Wait. seems fine. But <laughs> I mean, there there is also tactical scoops though, and I I I, I would scoop all the time in in like you know in modern tournaments. If yeah. I, if I got if I saw a Tron land, I would just concede, go to game two, just put in all the sideboard hate, and that's it. <laughs> 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 so it's fair to concede to Thoughtseize. Maybe you want to hide something. Yeah, there's so that. I, I respect that. Is there tactical scooping in Commander though? I'm trying to like. So you don't want to tactically scoop in a way that impacts other people. So not really, right? Because there's no best of three no. or anything. So yeah, yeah. There's a tactical scoop. I get to go eat but, dinner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I guess I go yeah. play some Hearthstone on my phone true. while you guys play that visual <laughs> game over there. <laughs> like yeah, imagine someone's like turn four ability the and you're a creature deck. <laughs> it does yeah. I think it always affects the table because like 1v1 if you scoop the game is over for both people and that's it if you scoop in a, a, a four player game and you're just one person who leaves then there's three other people who are still in the game and they have to decide whether or not they have to keep playing so it will affect the board even even if you're d- literally doing nothing if you're like mana screwed or whatever you're still like a, f- a life a resource right that other people can work with and stuff you know like yeah, you're, uh, you're the punching bag they can trigger all their point. attack stuff and- <laughs> <laughs> exactly no, but the point is for for good or for ill you have an impact on that table so scooping does affect everybody else but I I still think like if you're not having fun in a game you shouldn't be like a prisoner in it it's it's for fun right so yeah. How is it always applied to one v one? You know what the worst thing to happen at F and M is getting a buy. You're like, <laughs> I came to play Magic, yeah. and you just yeah. gave me a free win, and I can sit around do nothing for the next hour as like Krim and some other guy goes to uh, time playing a control mirror. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yeah. I feel like Richard has had this happen in real life before. <laughs> I feel like this is a true well, story. Playing the same it, it, it definitely ha- like I, I used to be a mono red enjoyer until I I played at like tournaments at F and M, and my game would be over in five minutes, and I would sit there twiddling my thumbs for an hour. <laughs> That's why I play sweaty mid-range decks that go to time. I, I make sure I'm playing 
every second at the LGS possible. <laughs> his money's worth. Those Karmagoyps were definitely getting their miles in. Uh, all right. Baba Taza. We used to play with this guy who always whined when he got attacked back in the early days of Commander. My brother attacked him with a mana-charged dragon. And we all paid our mana into it out of pure spite and knocked him out of the game. In an absolute <laughs> bit of cold rage, he packed his stuff and left without speaking to us. He never played with us again. Wow. They shadow Is Mana Charge Dragon like fire breathing, but anyone can pay for it? Is that? <laughs> I got to read yeah. this. This is hilarious. <laughs> mana Charge Dragon, uh, Flying Trample, Joint that Forces. Whenever a Mana Charge Dragon attacks or blocks, each player, starting with you, may pay any amount of mana. Mana Charge Dragon gets plus X plus zero until end of turn, where X is the amount of, uh, X is the total amount of mana paid this way. <laughs> It's like I mean, the first card you take out of your precon. It's so funny. <laughs> it's, it's not very so good. Sick. What? <laughs> I mean, this it is, seems uh, like this seems like bullying. Okay, so it's one of those things where if you do it to your friend, so I, I would absolutely do this to Krim. No questions asked. <laughs> but if you sit down with a random person and you're like, who are you? I don't know, but we're all paid for mana. It's like one-shotting you. <laughs> that seems a little uh, cold. That seems a yeah. little cold. I can see why you get salty about that. So it's one of those like, you know, it's like the hatred kill. Like the, the yeah, person what, what is, is representing yeah. nothing, right? They just sat down. They cast a ramp spell and you're like, look, turn three hatred kill to team up. And you're like, what? Why? <laughs> Because it's funny. Uh, I think... You know, no, if, if it's an arch enemy situation, then it's a cool way of taking the yeah, arch yeah. enemy out, right? Like, yeah, we've seen with that hatred, but, like, if it's just because you can, but, that's kind I of... I mean, this does say it was <laughs> out of pure spite. <laughs> like, there was no... It was just spite. There was no strategy involved. They just wanted to get them. So, like, <laughs> they did it. <laughs> that's so funny. I love that story so much because I forgot this part even existed. This came in a pre-con <laughs> I mean, it must have been so bad that I threw it away and I just erased it from my memory and now I want to play with this all the time it's not very good it, Never it, they need to make it a stuff. legendary so you only need to get to 21 to oh, kill someone oh, and yeah. it'll be like super easy right you're just like <laughs> I'm gonna play this everyone let's get this person uh. <laughs> If you Apology. get paired against someone that's like on group effect. hug and you play this, they play that enchantment that doubles everybody's man. <laughs> <Cool. laughs> uh, okay. Greater Panite three three four one. Uh, we were in a we were in the last night of a commander league, and a regular brought his daughter. Oh, this one's really long. I'm going to paraphrase it. Uh, so there was a player that showed up uh, just one other week and had a few points. The daughter did well in her first two games and was handed the win by her dad in the third. Uh, in the last game, it was me, the daughter, another regular, and the player who did poorly. The young girl was an Aurelia, the war leader, and had a strong start with two signets and started attacking the player who was doing poorly. It was clear he was getting salty, but I didn't want to tell the daughter how to play. The other player was a mono blue counter spell deck, and anytime someone tried to kill Aurelia, they would counter it if the young girl <laughs> promised not to attack them in return. Uh, the guy who did poorly died after a few rotations and said at least he wouldn't finish last in the league. Then the young girl smirked <laughs> and asked how many points he had. I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was less than she was guaranteed even if she had died in the next pod. The guy got red right in the face, stood up, 
threw a chair against the wall, almost hitting the girl and myself and another pod behind us. He stormed out, followed by the father, who was understandably ticked off. I turned to make sure the girl was okay, but she was just laughing. Uh, we never saw the, the guy who threw the chair again, but the girl still, play, still, still plays and is quite the troll. That is my saltiest story from EDH. Is, is, that, is that, that your, your daughter, daughter Krim? Krim? Yeah, I would not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the dad. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I hope that, that I, if, if I ever have a Kremling that they're like that. That's amazing. I love that. She, you were the mono blue player in that story. Too. You were the one like, don't attack me. I, want I, mean, I don't know what you're talking about, but I would definitely do that. I would definitely do that. Because I've done something like that already with a Joven player. Some young kid brought his all Joven deck. I, love, I, I kept countering to help the, the Joven deck win. But yeah, like that is so, I want you to remember the, the person that threw the chair against the wall, that is an adult. That is, yeah. that is a fully grown man. That That Upset. is not salty. That is like a salty, right? If I yeah. was a dad, like <laughs> yeah, I'd be getting in that guy's salty. face. Like it was all yeah. fun and games until you throw a chair at someone. Yeah. Uh, but this is a this is a funny story too. So the, the reaction was obviously over the top, right? Uh, but also, what do you think about a a daughter a daughter father combo? And they're like king making each other in the game. <laughs> I feel yeah. I'd be I'd be a little I salty mean, about that, right? Like if, if they're like two that, friends in a pod and, and they're teaming up. Isn't that Seth and I all the time? <laughs> I'm I'm curious. Have ever have any of you ever played a commander league? Like, is this a thing with prizes? I'm not like I could see like that making it saltier. Like in a casual game, who cares? Whatever, we'll play another game. Like that's how politics works. But if this is like some big serious like thing with prizes, I could see how that would make someone salty if you felt like people were unfairly colluding or whatever to win the tournament i mean what could uh, the prize possibly be to award like oh my god two packs arrows beyond death oh god right like, <laughs> i need these I, packs and i'm gonna throw them again <laughs> this whole chair against the wall i could i could see it being a little bit salty especially if this was like a common occurrence like if it's like the daughter's first time playing you know commander and stuff then yeah like, make sure make sure she has a, a good experience you know like let her cast her spells and stuff like that's totally reasonable but if this is like a common occurrence you know like they're rolling up to fnm every single week and it's the father-son combo or the father-daughter combo and they're just like crushing people because they're tag teaming then no you know that's that's a little bit I, that would be a little bit rude i think but like don't throw a chair like that's crazy <laughs> like this is a children's card game you gotta relax <laughs> yeah there's I, there's I no defending the reaction that's for sure i think if you know me and you play with me it's a disadvantage uh, <laughs> so like like if i play with crim I, I have no apprehensions about dunking him into the ground, right? <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to shadow doubt you right here, Krim. But if it was a stranger, I'd be like, oh, that this is too much. I want you to have a good time. Oh, oh yeah. my dad is being toxic to me right now. Live my in son the is going to get dunked on so hard. I'm like, if, if you don't attack me, I'll, I'll help you next turn. And then I'll just stab him in the back. I'm like, never listen to anybody and believe their words. <laughs> the life lesson, son. <laughs> yeah. <Trust. laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
The Anthill 216. We have a notorious pub stomper who's unbearable to play with. And one game, we all had casual decks. He brings out a high-powered Ur-Dragon deck. He winds all his creatures are getting targeted and proceeds to, be, to still be the threat. Someone cast a black spell that exiles 12 cards from a player's library and removed all the dragons he had left. Proceeds to scream, now I have no way to win. I can't win. Acts like a toddler. Takes his turn to end up casting Nexus of Fate uh, and taking infinite turns. Man almost fate cried and lied to try to win a casual game meant for fun. It's sad and cringe. What do you, what do you think of lying in, Commander? Is lying so uh, the way reason I'm thinking of this is I was watching this like poker video in a poker tournament and this is with like hundreds of thousands of dollars people are playing for and they dealt out the hands and one guy like looked at his hand but you most people didn't see him look at his hand and he sweared that he didn't look at his hand and didn't know what his cards were so someone went all in against him based on him saying like he didn't know what his cards were and actually he had looked at it and had like the nuts and beat him and the other guy got like super salty <laughs> and like left and was so pissed like is is lying acceptable. Like, is that just part of the game or is lying across in politics across the line in commander, in your opinion? I mean, because the know. dude I mean, whose like, lies defense was, hey, it's poker like this. This is how the game is played. Of course, yeah. I'm going to do whatever I can. Like, this is how the game is played. <laughs> so, like, does that apply There's to millions on the line? Like, can you can you just lie to someone and it's OK? Uh, People do it. But like. I'm going to hold it against you in the future, right? If you do it. Yeah. I know, like, if you say, like, I don't have anything in hand, and then I see later on that you have stuff in hand, I'll be a little bit of, I won't trust you in the future. But it's like, it's like whatever, you know? That's like a future game problem. Uh, I don't, I, tr- I try not to. Like, I, I don't think I've ever tried to actually, like, consciously lie. Sometimes I'll be, I'll do some, a mistake, but, like, I, I usually try not to lie. But it's not, like, a big deal. I usually make it pretty obvious when I'm rules lowering somebody, <laughs> and I think people consider that lying. <laughs> so <laughs> I try, but that- like I make it. Yeah, like I, I don't know. I don't. I don't really just outright like like intentionally lie. So Crip lies all the time. What are you talking about? Yeah, Crip does kind of lie a <laughs> lot. What? Like what? The comment about section what? points it out every single time. Every single time, they're like, they're yeah, like I don't have check, a counter. Check, I don't have like, a farewell oh. hand. And then Lily has a farewell hand. The comment section pings me. And it's like, timestamp, Crip lies here. So I just never believe anything in his hand. Which is fine. It's Wait, fine. But I never believe anything in his hand. <laughs> I, think, I think it's like probably yeah, like ping. misquoted. Because I, I they, maybe, yeah. maybe people aren't listening to what I say. <laughs> Krim always dances around and says the technically correct thing. <laughs> Thank you, Richard. Thank you, Richard. But he doesn't Thank capture you. the essence or spirit of whatever's trying to be said. Um, I promise I won't kill you on my turn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, technically, there's nothing in the rules saying you can't lie. Yeah. But I treat Commander as real life. You normally wouldn't Go around telling lies to people. Now, the exception, of course, would be if someone's like, is my deck good? And you're like, oh, your deck is great. <laughs> like, your deck is great. <laughs> Did you like my combo? Oh, that, that two-card combo was great. <laughs> that that requires some ingenuity to put together. That three-mana two-card combo, yeah. But that was <laughs> so sick, the way you go to Helm to me. I, I don't know about, like, oh, I'm not going to attack you. Followed up by the, I'm going to attack you immediately. Like, it's one of those things amongst friends. It's like fair game. Uh, but amongst strangers, uh, that might be a little BM. Because who wants to be lied to, right? But <laughs> yeah, I, I don't 
I don't know. It's just weird. Like even a 60 card, like when people lie to you, you're like, what? Even though like I get it, you're like, why would you do that? But okay, right? So I don't know. Richard, have you, have I, you ever... I, have you ever played 60 card? And I think I did it with you. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody like, I, I just read out cards in my hand. And sometimes I actually <laughs> just tell them what's in my hand for fun to see if they believe me. Isn't that like, bluffing? Isn't that bluffing? Like, what's the difference, right? They, they play a spell and you line up two blue mana and you're like, hold on, thinking thinking and you yeah. tank a bit and then you're like okay resolves and you literally just have like basic lands yeah. in your hand right like people do that all the time yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a little bit of deception i've lied recently actually uh there was one time i was at an lgs and it was like two and a half hours into a game and i had a farewell in hand and somebody finally put on like a overwhelming board say like if they get to if they get to go to their turn they they for sure win a hundred percent they win and I had the farewell in hand. I just drew it as a top deck. And I was like, nope, I got nothing. And then I passed the turn and I let them win. It was two and a half hours. So I was not going to farewell. I'm sorry. And I, so I was just like, I got nothing. And then I passed. And I let them win. And I don't I think, feel bad about that. I think that's you know for what? the greater lie, good. But... No, that's yeah. that's king making. That's the that's good kind of lie. I, was, I don't care. I was tired. I was tired. And I, I was hungry. I was hangry at this point. <laughs> Uh, all right uh bruce dick 2090 was playing against joda arc arc mage eternal it was still fairly early in the game they cast a bloom tender and i removed it and instant scoop by my opponent insisting they could not play the deck anymore the rest of us were bewildered considering bloom tender is it's just a mana dork essentially what, what do you think about that actually okay let's say you kept like uh, a land like two lands in a mana dork, or one land in a mana dork, and like your the rest of your hand is eight drops, and someone removes your mana dork, and your game your game is really effectively over. Are you I allowed think it to was scoop? over when you kept the hand? <laughs> I think it was over when you kept that hand. Yeah, boy, that's that's a. I mean, I would lean towards yes. Like I, I also want scooping to be normalized, although that's like. I wouldn't do it. Like, I would feel bad scooping in that scenario. There's times when I want I, people to be able to scoop, but if it's like turn three and they kill your mana dork, like, that feels like bad form to me. I'm sorry. You that, that, that a lot of them to <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah, like, seriously, if you're going to scoop because a piece of your deck folded, like, it was taken off the board, probably unbuild the deck. <laughs> like, I think, I think we're done. I think we're going to retire the deck. <laughs> Isn't Jonah the I think also Why? Why? This is perfectly normal 1v1, right? Like, like Krim said, you the strategic scoop to Thought Seas. You're like, they cast Thought Seas. You're like, I cannot win if this resolves. I'm just gonna scoop so you don't see my hand and go into the next game. Like, I cannot win anymore. If you are turn one mana dork into nothingness, your game is over. Why aren't you allowed to scoop and, and go away? Right? Like, why play a game under basically stacks pieces? Like, it's, it's the same as if someone Armageddon you or, like, stacks all your cards. Like, you effectively can't play the game anymore for at least, like, six turns or something like that. Why are you not allowed to leave? Like, why don't we normalize it in the same way we do in 1v1, right? Like, you know your deck is, like, malfunctioning and you're playing to that, like, 1% outer, but you don't want to do it. I do this on Arena all the time, by the way. If someone plays super slow... I just quit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm I like, look, like, I have oh, a 50% chance to win this. 
it doesn't matter. I don't want to <laughs> sit here and like have you slow rope me the whole game. I just quit. You got me, right? Like, why can't we do that in Commander? I, I I I I agree that conceding is like always always an option. I don't want to shame people for conceding, but I think the odds of coming back into those games is actually a lot higher in Commander because you have four, you have three opponents, and if you're not the threat, then your opponents are going to give you like. 10 turns basically to figure something out to crawl back into the game and in those 10 turns you can probably figure out a way to actually like present an actual threat and you could win the game because if people are just leaving you alone you could just like you know find your lands find your ramp you know everybody else is popping off they deal with each other and then you go in and you you can sweep them later on when everybody's empty-handed and you start playing your bombs you know like I, I think there's it's like it's not that bad. Like obviously it sucks to sit sit out the first couple turns basically, but I don't know. Like if you sit around, you probably have a much higher win percentage than you you actually believe compared to like one v one. I mean that might be true. Although just reading through the comments today, a lot of people seem to like to just go after the person who's missing their land drops <laughs> and behind to take them out. So I don't know if it actually works what, what out if like they just that. Cast in the mana charge dragon and sink yeah. all their mana into it. <laughs> that, like, that's brilliant. I, I love that. By the way, please. <laughs> I mean, I think the challenge with scooping in commander is it's just like in one v one, the game ends, you both move on to the next thing. In commander, there's still three people who are left to pick up the pieces. So I think that's what the difference is. Although overall, I would still rather scooping be normalized because I uh, I don't like I feel bad when people feel like they're stuck in a game not doing anything. So but also build your deck better <laughs> because of killing a single mana door is going to make you leave. Like you probably probably did something wrong with your mulligans or deck building. <laughs> Those are high words, Seth. What if you got commandeered strip mined? <laughs> what, what, if, what if you kept two lands, Kodama's Reach, and someone was just like, strip mine, get your land. <laughs> and then Crim Shadow of Doubts the next yeah, turn when you I got, 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 you got Shadow of Doubts. Um, <laughs> I got commandeered strip mine. I stayed in that game and I came back into that. You game, did. You know, I don't remember. What if you weren't on camera that, for the I got, world I got to see back what if, was, what if it was just F and M? I, I throw it. And you were throw angry. A chair. You know what? I throw, I throw a chair. I, I throw and a I chair probably suplex my hand. opponent through the table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> throw away his library. Throw his deck on the ground. Yeah. Just smack Ooh. it over. I, I, oh, oh God. That, that just reminded me of a story. I, I was back when I was a judge. Somebody lost a game and they were so mad. After they lost their game, but they were respectful to their opponent, right? They were very respectful to the opponent, but they 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 they, they slam their 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 like seat like the, their hands on the sides of their their chair and their leg, and they're like, "Damn it, I don't deserve to win anyways. I don't deserve this deck." Okay, and they're like, "Good game," and they were very formal. They're very proper, and they said, "GGs." They they fist bump their opponent. They get up. I watch them walk over to the trash can, spike their deck into the trash can. <laughs> And then leave. And then I was like, <laughs> did, you, did you go scavenge the deck after the event ended? That's really like, nice. hey, I did. I take like, backsies. <laughs> I wish I could have been like, no, thank you, backsies. But at the same time, they were like, uh, I was like, they're coming back. They're gonna, there's no way they're not coming back. But I've never seen somebody so politely go, thank you for the game. And then just walk up, spike their deck. <laughs> 
I, 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 like, I like the respectful salt. I really yeah. appreciate it. <laughs> You're like, I need an outlet for my rage. I'm going to spike my deck, but I'm respectful to my opponent. I didn't even bang yep. the table to affect the, yeah. the, you know, the, the magic yeah, yeah. down the table. That, yeah. that, was, um, that was some good control that was, there. <laughs> that was very self-contained, respectful salt with the hilarious deck spike. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm going to play a limited Grand Prix. And when I lose, I'm just going to throw my deck into the garbage and walk home. <laughs> Good game. I don't deserve my deck. <laughs> Ian Braverman, 5592. I, I was once playing my Braggle Stacks deck. Uh, this is understandable. Already. Wow. And yep. another guy was playing yeah. the I'm salty. <laughs> I played a turn to rest in peace. He conceded immediately, packed up his stuff, and went home. Yeah. Tom, yeah. For some Tom, reason, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they stop your game plan, like, yeah, you don't want to keep playing. I imagine if you're playing Rago Stacks, you got to be used to those reactions, though. Rago Stacks is like, I was actually Brago Stacks. Yeah, Brago salty, salty and Stacks is salty. So you got the Brago Drago. Like, yeah. I think any of those, those are all great. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. That's hilarious. They, they got turn two ripped. Did you salute them as they walked off? Because I would have done that. I'm like, have a good trip wherever you're going. <laughs> like, honestly, get out. I, it's like, if I went to an LGS with Krim, I might actually end up punching him. <laughs> <laughs> at least a chair. Yeah, at least a chair, yeah. I, 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 always, find, chair. I always found Rest in Peace kind of uh, surprising how salty people get. Because I've heard from like even like content creators being like, if you play Rest in Peace against my graveyard deck, I'm like conceding. I don't want to play against this. Like this is a, a legit rule That's zero wild. talk. But like I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure graveyard decks have answers to Rest in Peace. Like you're a Mildrotha, you're gonna have Reclamation Sage, you're gonna have like Cox no. Caterpillar, well, you're gonna have things to deal with it. Unless it's in the graveyard. <laughs> I mean, no, this was turn two, so yeah, it wasn't in the graveyard. Two. Nothing was in the graveyard. Oh, true. Yeah, true. Like, you should have out. That. Let's say you have four yeah, it sucks. pieces. That's four out of ninety-two or something you need to draw. Like odds are, you're just gonna sit around and do nothing while everyone plays the game until hopefully someone cleans it up. Like your best hope, yeah. Like, if someone else wants their graveyard and he gets swept up for something, right? Uh, but mean, it's very bad if you're mono black. You got feed the swarm, <laughs> right? Like if you remember like, that's all you Seth got. did that. Seth did exactly that. That was the exact yes, situation. The planner void. I had a graveyard deck, <laughs> and Seth had planner void on turn. I don't even know I why I played like, that. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you just straight dumpstered me that game, and I laughed because. <laughs> It was so good, yet it was so BM. I'm like, you just turn one. We we didn't even talk about the themes we were playing, and you just played just... turn one Planner Boy. Ooh, got him. Got him. pooed on me so hard, dude. But you didn't scoop. You didn't scoop. You didn't no, rage. No. I mean, what would I? It's uh, hilarious. Like, I have I had rest in peace in Zedru for like a decade, and what I loved it, especially because you could gift the the rest in peace to the graveyard player afterwards so you draw cards off it and gain life while your opponent has to sit <laughs> and stare at the recipes and i just thought it was funny but like people got so mad well nobody got mad at me like super mad but i heard online people were like so mad and content creators were little like posting about it making videos about it so i was like you know what? i'll take it out fine but like that's i don't know it looks fine commander players are is that really that scary commander players are soft i hate to say it but <laughs> go play some <laughs> some legacy some modern <laughs> normalized blood moon 
Okay, I calm mean, down. <laughs> a, a, any hate effect that lasts forever, and especially if it's not symmetrical. Like, if Krim plays that stupid black thing where it just kills creatures, like, everyone's annoyed. Spreading so, plague is sick, Spreading dude. plague. But if they're just rest in peace and you're the only Put graveyard... Put respect on its name, Richard. You know the name. <laughs> Put respect Collector on Collector oof, and you're an artifact deck, but no one else's. Like, people get super salty about that, especially if the answers aren't common. Like, rest in peace is an enchantment. It's harder to interact with, with other things. Uh, so I can see that happening. But I do agree with yep. that everyone is pretty soft <laughs> but, but all right last uh last one this is my favorite story because it mixes online with physical it's a spell table story jared wandacott 9732 had a guy play dead eye navigator and spell table a couple players point out it's a fairly obvious combo uh, that was clearly coming so the next bit of removal went along his way along with the big a uh, couple of big attacks he just stopped playing he didn't quit he didn't concede. He didn't flip a table. He didn't leave the game. He just stopped playing. We spent a while trying to figure out if it was a connection issue or maybe we missed him excusing himself to run to the restroom or something. But eventually, we just skipped his turn and moved on. A couple games, la- a couple turns later, he starts packing up his cards and disconnects. <laughs> he did the salty rope from Arena on his spell table. He did. Wow. He did the salty rope. <laughs> wow. I thought maybe that was a disconnect, it's, you know, like his screen freezes I, or something like that. But the, I will say uh, that makes me salty. Like, seriously, if you want to scoop, fine. But don't sit there and make everyone wait. Like, as an arena player, that one really gets me because people do it on arena. It's so annoying when you got to sit there and watch the rope. So I think that's actually way worse than just scooping. Like, if you're frustrated, it's not working out like scoop. I'm not going to hold it against you. But if you sit there for make everyone wait for 10 minutes, wondering what you're up to, that actually would make me a little salty. The, the ultimate BM is the Moto timeout PM where you just walk away and let <laughs> oh, your God. clock tick down. And after five minutes, the game will kick you out. So at like 4.55, yep. you come back and take an action and then yep. you walk away again. <laughs> I think and people you do it for waste, 20 minutes. Like, oh, it's the worst. Yeah, you could waste like 20, 30 minutes of someone's life by <laughs> doing that. Like that, that is the ultimate yeah. DM you could do. Why That's are like you way giving worse. people the master class? Why are you telling them? That? <laughs> it's actually kind of hilarious too, because you know the other person's also wasting their life because they have to time it and come back in four minutes and 50 seconds and drop what they're doing. So, so it's not like they're even benefiting from it. They're just like willingly like canceling out your time along with theirs. <laughs> there's a there's a level of hater. <laughs> that is a dedicated <laughs> hater <laughs> doing keg stands of hatering. If they are dedicating their day to going to 459 on the dot and then making a move <laughs> i actually love it it's a it's a callback to the, the old days of like when you connected directly 1v1 and you were losing you would pull your modem so it looked like you're getting a phone call <laughs> and you're like i was coming back someone called me and then the other person doesn't know if that was real or not because that actually sometimes happened uh, the the old disconnect uh, or or lagging question uh, that was like broadband and stuff like that we don't get that anymore you know oh battlenet removed those questions but you know that that was the good old days of the internet the good old modem pull rage quit ah <laughs> oh, you kids would have never made against it my opponents my old days of- <laughs> yeah you would have never I was survived competitive the pong <laughs> 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 All right, so that wraps up our rage quit and salt stories. 
Uh, if you have any rage quit and salt stories that didn't make it into the thread, feel free to drop them below. Uh, let us know uh, what you think. Uh, are Commander players soft? Is that the conclusion <laughs> to this? Are you allowed to be needlessly ruthless with your friends? Is that is that also a thing? And are you allowed to play with Krim? Should we just ban him from all LGS? <laughs> I don't even know why I'm even under arrest here. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> playing man you walk into the store you see crib in the corner you just walk out <laughs> yeah i'm out of here no. like, I, might, I, might, I might get paired with him i might get a pod with him you know i don't want to he's just shuffling go. a pile of shadow <laughs> bounce and he's just like smart yeah, he, he drives zero minutes to the next town over and cue their fnm that's what you do <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll see everyone here back next week see you everyone <laughs> <laughs>